Hey guys, Finn here, and this is the August edition of the Irish VC brought to you by BVP. In this episode, we have a special guest host, Pete Townsend, the managing director of Techstars Web3 and the host of his, of his very own podcast, Money Never Sleeps. In this episode, he is in conversation with BVP's very own Elliot Griffin. In the episode, they speak about the changing landscape of VC in Ireland and what they see as the future of blockchain. But before we get into that, here's a quick update on all your recent Irish tech news. Waterford-based 120 purchases UK business in its fifth acquisition since 2020. The digital sports and iGaming company buys Katana's UK Australian businesses as it eyes further growth overseas. 120, a Waterford-based digital sports and iGaming media company, has snapped up Katana Media's UK and Australian business in a €6 million Euro deal. The transaction comes just two months after the firm, formerly known as Thimba Media, raised £9.5 million in debt to grow via acquisitions. Tech-focused VC Moulton unveils new €50 million Euro Irish fund. Moulton has been a significant backer of Irish tech companies in recent years, including the likes of Mana, Sweeper and Valtry. The VC formerly known as Draper Esprit is committing the lion's share of the fund with a €27.7 million Euro commitment. The new fund also includes a €22.5 million Euro commitment from the Irish Strategic Investment Fund. Stripe pumps more than €1.2 billion Euro into Irish operations after the US fundraise. The payments company in March raised $6.5 billion in a funding round that halved its valuation from $95 billion to $50 billion. Filings with the company registration office showed that Stripe Payments International Holdings Limited, a holding arm of the company headquartered in Dublin, received a payment of $1.25 billion in June from US-based entities, Stripe Laboratories. Supernode to invest €40 million Euro in new R&D initiative. Eddie O'Connor's Supernode is to spend the money on designing, developing and manufacturing high-temperature superconducting cable systems. Supernode, the energy technology company founded by former mainstream renewable power chairman Dr. Eddie O'Connor has announced a new €40 million Euro plus investment that is backed by the Irish government. Hey everybody, welcome to the Irish VC. I'm Pete Townsend. I am guest hosting this today along with Elliot Griffin from BVP. How are you doing today, Elliot? Hey Pete, how are you? I'm doing great, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Well, listen everybody, I'm, I'm usually the host of a podcast called Money Never Sleeps. And I also am a managing director with Techstars and run the Web3 program for Techstars. And just thrilled to be here to be chatting with Elliot today about all things VC in Ireland and beyond. So Elliot, maybe why don't we get started and you just tell, tell us a little bit about what you're up to and kind of your background in the space, yeah? Yeah, great, Pete, thanks. Yeah, it's, no, it's great to be on the, on the podcast with you and uh, share some ideas. I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, BVP, we've been around for 19 years, so it's a good a good stretch of time. Uh, we've been uh, fundraising and investing uh, for for nearly 16 years as well. So it's been a, a, a it's been a, a fun time. I mean, loads of ups and downs, obviously. Um, plenty of lessons learned, um, and 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 you know, like, like any business, we've we've evolved and and uh, we, we've thankfully we've grown. Um, yeah, and, and hopefully we've learned from our our our, our lessons and. Uh, we, we we try to share some of that with with our our founders that we, we work with as well. So that's BVP. We're we're, we're a small team, uh, small small company. So again, uh, we we've loads in common with 
the founders and the, and, and the startups that we, we work with as well. Very good. And you are you have that lovely world map behind you, which I think obviously being based in Ireland, but having a global view on things. Is, is, is that the case? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's 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 one of the it's it's one of the great um, uh, satisfying aspects of, of working with young startups is, is that uh, uh, the, the ones we we support uh, usually have a, a world vision. Um, they, they need to start somewhere. They need to, uh, hopefully in their own country. It's the it's the best market to to make a start. But um, you know, hopefully the product is 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 a product that's adaptable for for global markets and. Uh, that ambition is just great, and, and and some of our founders have, you know, packed their bags and gone to base themselves in other countries, and uh, you know, just do whatever they need to do to to, to deliver on the on the on the vision. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 all about that worldview, I guess. It is. It is. It can be daunting sometimes, you know, and that you, a startup getting started in Ireland. And everybody tells them, everyone tells the founder, you need to immediately be thinking much bigger than the Irish yeah. market because there's 7 million people on the island, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, as, as someone said, you, you know, you wouldn't start here if you actually, you know, if you actually uh, were, were writing it down in, a, in, a, in, in, a, in a, an MBA document or whatever, or a business document, uh, Ireland is a, is a difficult market. Uh, it can test, uh, it can test some of the best businesses even uh, trying try to sell in the Irish market for various reasons, but uh, you, you're, you're so right. I mean, I, I guess, um, but you know, we're, we're a great little country. We certainly punch above our weight when it, when mm-hmm. it comes to uh, d- delivering new technology companies. And thankfully the last 10 years, we've seen some really good startups uh, scale and go international and be, be acquired or, 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 or just go that, go that journey and, and, and really develop really good companies and employing a lot of good people and building you know, serious management expertise. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's good to see it happening in this country. It is, it is. And you know, that I, w- why I like to position Ireland is that it's the time zone, right? You are right yeah. in the middle of the world's time zone. You can reach yeah. the West coast of the U S and you can reach Asia with a stretch during yeah. your business day. Yeah, no, right? it's, 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 yeah, it's funny. And obviously the, the, the multinationals have, have, have caught on to that because hence why they're, they're all based, or a lot of them are based in in, in this country. So, yeah, there's um, there's a good logic to it. It's not just a a crazy love of of, of the green country. It's there's there's an actual position in it in, in the world. Yeah, totally yeah. Agree. I'm 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 a big fan, and I've I've been here, you know, 23 years now. Sorry, not 23 years in Ireland. 23 years outside of the U.S. Okay, 17 years in Ireland. And and what brought you actually here in the first place? I met an Irish girl. Uh, the usual story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I met her in Bermuda back in 2001. And when it was time to leave Bermuda, because you know how you go to the beach and you get all sandy? That sand is just annoying. And I just, <laughs> I learned to hate sand. And so we started going swimming off of boats and it was getting expensive to rent boats so okay. that we could go swimming, which is a major first world problem. I sound like a complete dork telling the story sometimes, especially publicly. But it, you know, it was really a, a sign and signal of, hey, we had a good time living in Bermuda. It's a beautiful place to live, mm. but you want to move on to the real world, right? So it was time to go. We weren't, I didn't want to go back to Boston yet. I love Boston and will always will, but she wanted to go home. And I said, well, let's give Dublin a shot. And it, you could always go somewhere else, but we stayed. And 17 years later, still here. And Unfortunately, your waters aren't quite as, as warm as, as they would be outside of uh, Bermuda. But anyway, 
That's fine. No, I learned to love it. You know, swimming the 40 foot, we were, you know, down in sunny Wexford in fettered over the course of the last couple of weeks. And we were swimming every day, rain or shine, you know, so the, the, the cold weather doesn't, doesn't bother me and out in black rock in salt Hill and Galway just over the weekend. So, uh, absolutely love it. But I jumped out of my corporate career in the year 2016 after I'd gone down the blockchain rabbit hole and my path into blockchain had come through fintech and a fascination mm-hmm. with that and mm-hmm. it was more being enamored with the startup mm-hmm. mindset and the founder mm-hmm. mindset and i'd walk into places like dog patch labs in my last two years in the corporate world and i would talk to startup founders and it was like seeing electrons just in front of my face just flowing everywhere i was totally just excited by the whole thing and when I jumped out of the corporate world and into just, hey, I think I've got something. I think I've got a way to help startups here, mm-hmm. just with my experience on the tech side and with at the at the board level and as a senior exec in you know financial services. Mm-hmm. I said I've got something to offer here, and I got matched up with a founder uh, just through you know a serendipitous connection and started helping them out. And I got in to help this fintech startup on the basis of. Let's work on something together of trying to get a, uh, a an employee stock ownership plan together, a growth plan, and a few other things. And after a few weeks, I was after a few days of talking to everybody, I'm like, folks, you just need more money, yeah. right? You need to get fundraising, and that's where the whole path started for me. And um, you know, the the fintech story evolved into crypto and into blockchain over the course of a number of years just found my way into the startup ecosystem and helping founders get their products to market, get funded, get customers, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and that, you know, it generally comes in a little bit of a reverse, not not a reverse order, but uh, a different order there. And that I found this flywheel concept of if you can get a little bit of a product built, right? And just enough to get it into customers' hands and then moving it from having you know a few customers that are able to say yes we really want this we really like this and using that almost testimonial and or validation to put that in front of investors and investors being able to fund you at the pre-seed level you get one shot one opportunity as Eminem says uh, to be able to get that pre-seed done and get your first 500k to a million on a vision with an investor that really believes in that space and that but you've got to move really quickly into revenue and uh, let me you know, say, tell me, Pete. Um, so you started out in, in blockchain, but 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 it sounds like as if you you broadened that into fintech. So um, would you say that you know, and we've we've had this experience ourselves where you know blockchain was just too early. It was it was it was you, you really need to to refine your your business plan, broaden it out. Uh, make it more market appealing. Was that was that really it, kind of it? It was it, it, fintech yeah. was before I left the corporate world, and that was my inspiration and entry point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and had been tracking blockchain to quite a big extent in 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. with this vision of blockchain being able to improve fintech and make fintech mm-hmm. even better. Mm-hmm. And as I went through those years, 2016, 17, 18, 19, I saw that the separation of blockchain from crypto was counterproductive. And I started following crypto and the, the not, you know, crypto can be quite a divisive word and people see that as the, you know, the gambling side of, 
um, all of these ridiculous, there's over 26,000, near close to 30,000 tokens that are out there now, right? Mm. Um, but there's probably 20 that matter, mm. you know? And it's more about the, you know, the, the we, if you truly understand blockchain and you truly understand how cryptographically secure assets work, mm. right? Which is the root of the word crypto rather than cryptocurrency in my book, anyway. If you truly understand that, you can see that as plumbing for a new financial world. Mm. And that's what gets me most excited about this space. And someone asked me mm. um, just in the last couple of weeks, what are you most excited about in the crypto space? And I said, there's just so many use cases and so many applications. For example, stable coins, which are you know uh, crypto tokens that track real world currencies, that there's been, I think it was 7 trillion in volume in last year. And that is up there in terms of MasterCard and Visa. So I'm very excited about, um, we needed this whole arc of crypto um, coming from the origins that it came from to get to this point where it's at now. We're at 1 trillion roughly in market cap and crypto, but it's almost meaningless to me. It's about the adoption and it's about the usage. And it's yeah. about, you know, telling these stories around why it's effective and why it's better and why it can create this whole open financial system for the world. Yeah, and um, but but away from the scamminess that hopefully a lot of the dead wood has been blown from the trees in the last couple of yeah. years. No, it's very interesting to hear your insights on that, because um, we, we certainly have um, I would say we've we, we, we've shied away from it, but 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 by and large we have uh, in the first uh, number of years uh, for, for last four or five years uh, we're probably unlikely to want to be a leader in 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 the sector. So we're obviously yeah we, we if someone came in and had a good proposition we'd have a good look at it. But um, I suppose we've enough um, you know in a positive way we've enough scars on our back to to, to even in that sector uh, just to sort of say guys you know. We're not going to be a, a, a leader here or a, a, an innovator in, 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 in the sector that, um, for an SME, uh, can't rely on, on 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 say raising crypto in a market that maybe is just too virtual right now. So yeah. um, you know, it's it probably it, the, the time is for the for the large multinationals and the banks and the and, and, and financial companies to get behind it, but for SMEs. Uh, you know, the hard, the hard cold cash of of, of investing uh, is still critical to, to absolutely yeah to grow in our business. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, during during that time of me, you know, it was between 2016 and 2021. I tried mm. myself to get venture funds launched four times mm. um, across a number of different ideas. The first one was kind of fintech, crypto, cyber, a bit of AI in there, and that was an Irish focus fund, mm. but too small of a space it really to try to build a whole fund strategy around mm -hmm. um, you know and then there were th three more attempts up until 2021 and Techstars came along and yeah. they said Pete hey we see you're in the crypto blockchain space we're building this web3 program would you like to run it and I said absolutely and I've been doing that for the last two years Very and good. you know to your point on was it early? Yeah, it was early. Our first, even in 2021, the last bull run, mm. you know, I started my first program in the beginning of 2022 with Techstars. Mm. And, um, you know, that was the height of the bubble. Mm. And, you know, there was, uh, you know, what we're finding is that with every bubble that burst, that more and more developers that came in mm. while, the, while the tide was rising, 
that a surprisingly high number of them stuck around and that what we really need is more developers in this space. So, you know, what I'm really trying to do here, it, this is long-term for me. This yeah. is, you know, uh, yeah. and it, it's, it's something that, you know, investing globally, uh, it's a virtual program that we run, you know, for three months of the year. And it's something that, you know, with, with a, quite a number of objectives when it comes to helping, uh, helping startups get customers, helping them get yeah. build product and, and fundraise. Well, well, actually, that's very interesting because I know, um, you know, our, 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 the companies that our own the companies we back and, and companies that come to us as well, sometimes that, that they're too early for us. Uh, and sometimes it's just how do we find a home for these guys that they're, they're really good. Uh, we'd like to refer them to somebody who can actually help them develop their business plans better. Uh, for, for me, uh, you know, Techstars has been always on the on the on the, the landscape. But just tell me a little bit about how you know how does a, a founder uh, uh, find his way into to, to Techstars? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, because like that it's not an, an enigma, but it's actually something that's real as well as just the Web uh, 2.0. Uh, but in terms of of, of uh, other cohorts as well, other other verticals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Techstars is the world's most active pre-seed VC, right? Mm. And, but it's a different approach because you invest and then you put them through a 13-week accelerator program. Mm. That 13 weeks is meant to be the last 13 weeks, the first phase of that business, right? Mm. Uh, of, that founder's, of that founder's journey. Um, and it is, there are 50 programs around the world and they are separated. Well, Techstars programs are either city programs that are focused on a specific geography or they're partner programs that are with corporate partners. So for example, JP Morgan run a bunch of programs with Techstars um, that are, are focused on some geographic areas as well that get, right. that to, to mix the two up. But then for example, ABN AMRO run a FinTech program with Techstars in Amsterdam or Future of Finance program. Um, we've got uh, relationships with a number of other big corporates that are running a number of programs in the US, um, across Europe and then into Africa as well so it's um it's a big it's a big business 300 people you know and over 3,000 startups have mm -hmm. gone through techstars program since 2007 originally originated in boulder colorado mm -hmm. and was established by brad feld um david brown and david cohen back in mm -hmm. 2007 in boulder and that original vision that they had about hey you know we'd love to invest in a bunch of local startups we connect them with mentors and we help them grow and scale quickly within mm. three months, accelerate them. And that's the whole idea. Yeah. And so, yes, I do lead the Web3 program. Um, I live in Ireland. My investment principal, Hugh McGurr, uh, he lives in Ireland as well. And we try to act as champions as much as we can in the Irish ecosystem for tech stars. And generally, like you said, if you come across companies, Elliot, that you think are a little bit too early for you, mm. but you really like the founders, mm. that's the key thing for us is yeah. that we're looking for yeah. great founders, right? And that um, I have conversations at least once a week with founders across all different disciplines. And I say, all right, here's the Techstars webpage where you can look at the accelerator programs. And we can link that to the show notes for this podcast. And that there are, at any point in time of the year, there's, you know, uh, I don't know, 10, 12 programs running. And applications are open for a number of them right now. And, you know, that there are, 
uh, it's very easy to say, okay, what do you, what is the vertical you're building in? What are the cities, the the ecosystems that you're interested in? And then try to find a program that matches. Yeah. There's also a number of programs that some are physical and in person. Others are hybrid, which is just probably four weeks out of 13 weeks in person. Others are virtual like mine, um, where it's entirely virtual, but we do meet up in three cities around the world for a week at a time during the program. So, um, yeah, no, it's great. I mean, and it kind of just goes back to the, the point we were making earlier was just about about developing the, the business, uh, ha- having somebody to actually test your concepts and, and, and see, are you, is your timing right for the marketplace? Uh, uh, that, that's a it's a great environment to, to be getting yourself into if you're if you're in an incubator or an accelerator or yeah uh, yeah but nevertheless I mean we, we still have folk that come to us directly uh, ourselves and, and and we you know we work with them over a period of you know eight and eight and twelve months and, and and sometimes longer even to keep in touch with them and and, and kind of figure out uh, when is the, is the right timing and give them some support and. Uh, direct them towards something like tech stars or just some other uh, private investors or Enterprise Ireland, of course, do a great job as well uh, in helping that whole ecosystem too. So yeah, it's a it's really about helping those relationships and helping helping people to to figure out definitely definitely and yeah. and you know Elliot, we say that to you know to to pure venture investors all the time. Listen, mm-hmm. you know, uh, bring us your finest meats and cheeses, you know, and we'll take them. And we'll we'll get them into the frying pan for you, and we'll we'll start cooking. Yeah, um, yeah. and then we'll hand it back to you to finish it off, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know that, and and obviously the 120k in funding that we can give them as well gets them, you know, gets them going. So yeah. it's uh it it's a so we we've got a number of relate well ton, a good number of relationships with investors around the world, yeah. um, across all different disciplines with Brilliant. tech stars. Yeah. Um, but specifically in Web three, I've been working on developing yeah. those over the yeah. last couple of years. So, but is it, it, it so satisfying when you see when you when you meet a founder on day one, and and over the process of time that they can figure out their their path forward and and actually, you know, d- show their resilience, show show how they can kind of discount some stuff, uh, focus on on the meteor stuff that that delivers value, uh, and, and start proving themselves, uh, and, and and you know. Showing how they can even inspire other people to join them in the team as well. Uh, it's great. It's very, it's very satisfying to see to see that happening, isn't it? I mean, it is. It's it's, it's what that early stage of investing is kind of all about. You know, to see that people blooming and blossoming when they're actually passionate enough to to keep delivering and keep 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 driving forward. You know, to to make it happen. So definitely, definitely. Yeah. I, I think the key is, is exposure is getting them talking to as many people as possible. And yeah. tech stars do that through mentorship where people end up speaking with 60, 70 experts in their field. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is that either everything they came into the program with is generally more or less confirmed. It's yeah. Like, yep. You're going in the right direction. Um, you, you're going to need some seasoning to do this quicker, but yeah. you're going yeah. in the right direction or it's that, Hey, this isn't going to work. Yeah. You go back to the drawing yeah. board. Yeah. And you start your customer discovery process all over again. And we say, talk to 100 customers if you're doing mm. B2C. Talk mm. to 30 customers if you're doing B2B mm. before yeah. you can really figure out if you've got a problem worth solving. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and leverage that network and leverage that relationship yeah. you know, at, at, uh, as much as you can. Yeah, no, it's so true. And, and actually, one of the, one of the real um, uh, moments of truth sometimes, uh, which... which you know, sometimes the founders just don't want to hear is, is you know, you've got to make your customer pay for this. 
um, as early as possible. Um, yes. uh, share, you know, <laughs> like like the, the the keep keeping the keeping the hype going um, that someone's going to want this, but you know, hey, they're not going to pay for it yet. Uh, sometimes it's the biggest fallacy. Uh, the people have to. The customer has to start taking a little bit of risk in 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 you know if you can't make that person believe to actually put their hand in their pocket to to start funding this new product or this new this new service, um, you know it, it sometimes it's the biggest validation. Um, it is, and uh, you know guys like you can can figure that out in ourselves too. Um, uh, if we could just push people a little bit harder uh, to 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 show that. I know, I know. So much focus is, I've seen so many founders just so hungry for fundraising mm. before they actually have found even the inklings of found of product market fit. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Hugh McGurr, my investment principal, who, who I mentioned, he, he says, he's like, you know, get your product market fit and money will follow. Yeah. Money yeah. will follow. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Isaac Cato, who was formerly with Techstars, he brought my last cohort through a fundraising session. And he's like, listen, get yourself to 50K in monthly mm. recurring revenue. Yeah. And that's easier said than done. It is, it is you know, yeah. And if yeah. you can comfortably raise a seed round, but we've got you know, founders waltzing around the place saying, hey, I'm raising my seed round. I'm like, okay, great, tell me about your revenue. It's like, oh, we, we haven't you know, started yeah. a product yet. Then don't raise a, a seed round. You're raising a pre-seed round. Yeah, right? yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. getting all that right. And you know, so much of my conviction, Elliot, over this in this mm. space has come over the last two years, but mm. you've been doing this a lot longer, mm. right? H how has the landscape changed for you over the last, you know, 15, 17, 19 years? Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 a, <laughs> it's a really interesting question. And, 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 and to be honest, Pete, you know, we, we, we're, we're sometimes we're so focused on the on our business and driving forward that we don't we don't we, we don't spend enough time uh, re reflecting but it's a it's a it's a really interesting question i mean uh, what i say to people is that like you know the landscape has changed dramatically um like the the the, the folks that we would have been meeting uh, uh 15 16 years ago when we were when we were investing our first they were um you know they were good they were good good quality people um uh you know we believe the majority that we invested in were um, but we just think the sophistication of of the presentation has has increased. Um, the the you know we, we talk about the ecosystem here, which is an overused word maybe, but it's it's that that whole ecosystem has improved dramatically. Uh, there's more there's more uh, angel investors, uh, and, and 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 that raises questions as well as to to what that actually delivers for the community. But but um, I think the whole. Uh, the supports have have improved no end. I mean, the level of accelerators, as we were saying there, uh, there's there's more choice. Uh, pe people really can um, can can and you know can they've more. In some respects, they have more ways to to, to fail um, quicker. But uh, that said, um, yeah, I, I just think probably the flow of capital probably in Ireland has improved. Mm. Uh, that's probably for for us anyway. Our own, just even judging by our own fundraising capability from from day one to where we are today, uh, thankfully it's 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 exponential compared to what where what, we were. Um, what do you think are some of the factors that have driven that flow of capital more into Ireland and made it more available? Look, I I, I think people have seen success in in the tech sector. I yeah. mean, I think they have genuinely seen and and you know. We, 
people like companies like Stripe, uh, uh, you know, again, maybe overused, but uh, wow, Intercom, uh, Wayflyer, Finergo, yeah. you know, three unicorns right there. That yeah, the list is quite long, uh, and uh, it, it, it certainly is. Uh, so I think that's inspired inspired people, and they believe they can do it. Uh, I, I think it's the same time. It, it still goes back to the main core principles of, you know, resilience, uh, being able to innovate and, and keep innovating, uh, you know, honesty, hard work, all, all those kind of, um, uh, you know, qualities in, in a founder were, were there when I started and they're still there. Uh, and, and, you know, but one of the things I have found as well is, is that, you know, start in a sector that you know, um, uh, get, getting into a new sector uh, can, can be, you know, it's it's not for, well, it, it's it's okay. Everyone's allowed to do what they want to do, but but bringing in investors on top of that, it just adds 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 too much pressure to a founder. Mm. And stay, stay in the sector that you know well, um, that you've you know you, you've you've found the problem, out like your story actually. Uh, you you found the problem when you were in that other environment, the large corporate environment. Um, and then the problem that you're trying to solve now, uh, uh, and they're bringing that experience to the table and the contacts and the, and the you know, start the ground running as opposed to starting a brand new sector thinking, oh, I'm going to learn this sector yeah. all, all at once. And then and then bring in investors along the journey as well. Ah, but that's, it's, a, it's just going to be a horror story. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Founder market fit is one of my favorites, you know. Yeah. Um, you, you've, well said, yeah, you, yeah. you've got you you absolutely need to have that. And, you know, on, on the, the flow of capital point, you know, there is like like you said, there's this nature of Irish founders. And I used my four H's years ago when I was talking about this. The four H's that I used to describe Irish founders are happy, helpful, humble and hungry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Irish people are generally good natured. Not everybody. Mm-hmm. But generally good natured, yeah. and happy, and engaging people to be around, mm. you know. So that is that is good. Irish people are naturally helpful, mm. and the American tourists that come over here generally will find that ninety nine percent of the time mm. that people just want to help them out, get them going in the right direction, give mm. them some ideas about where to go, right? And there's that's just naturally well, baked you're, into you're, the Irish you're, culture. You're right. I mean, and that helps again the the, the community that the, the the network that the founder mm. has. If, even sometimes to reach out to what might appear to be your competitor, um, but maybe it's it, it, it'll end up that that actually that person uh, isn't a competitor. It's actually somebody who you can actually work with. Uh, you know, his tech is is or her tech is slightly uh, just one step removed from your tech, but maybe the two together maybe are is a good combination. So you're right, uh, definitely, that, definitely that, that willingness to be open and and transparent and take some risks, which are with your ideas as well. Yeah. Uh, makes a huge difference. Definitely. The other two that, you know, hungry, um, just from the, yeah. you know, the historical um, positioning of Ireland and the natural pursuit mm-hmm. of opportunities that have come mm-hmm. from that. Um, but then just a humility and humility is a great quality in any founder mm-hmm. anywhere around the world. And there, there's this humility in, in Ireland. And I think those four things just, the more and more success stories that we see here in Ireland, um, the more and more international VCs are looking at mm-hmm. Ireland and saying, listen, we can find some pretty good gems here. Um, it is a small country, um, but we have this density here of the ecosystem that really um, 
bodes well for, um, you know, it's a, it's not all, you know, uh, bubble gum and ice cream and roses all the time, but it's, uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, I, I was actually, I just pick up on your, your humility. I mean, I, I actually, um, I might actually have a slight, a slight twist on that. It's 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 humility. Uh, it's really more of honesty. Yeah. Um, uh, I think you're, you're you're referring to the same thing, but because we, we 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 there's a time to be humble and there's a time to know what you have um, and, and flaunt it. So so so. Uh, but the honesty thing with yourself, number one, and and, and with others, uh, you know, including your customers, number two. Uh, to, to, to me, that, that that's been a lesson for me, even in my own business. Not, not just I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I you know, I'm a business owner too, uh, and to be to be honest and open as to uh, who you are, where your gaps are, uh, the extent of what you can do, and the extent of your own ambitions, um, it's so important just to 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 figure that out, and and for for for, for people to have the courage to be you know, honest and, and, and humble too, um, at the right time. So, yeah, definitely. And these are things I'm always going to look for. And, you know, when I'm making investments and that these are for the long term, and that I will continue to help and coach and mentor these founders based upon kind of finding some of these qualities in them that may reflect that or not. And these are founders from all over the world rather than just in Ireland. And I know that BVP as well, look at that yourselves as a, a high value ad investor. How do you kind of make that all happen in practice, Elliot? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really interesting question, uh, Pete, because uh, we, 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 you know, it's, it's like anything in business. We don't want to overpromise and underdeliver either. Um, but, but it's just a, a general focus um, to, 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 to bring, to, to, to acknowledge that our money is, is, is a commodity. Um, it's a very important commodity when we're when we're obviously representing other people as well. Uh, in terms of our money comes from other investors, other other folks, and uh, not our own. So so we need to be focused on that. But but driving value for the companies we invest in, it can come it can come very simply. Um, it, like when we're particularly when we're investing in an early very early stage company, it's it's it, it, again it's persuading them to have structure in their in their business. Uh, to Im- implement structure as well as accept that it's needed, um, to 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 have accountability. Uh, you know, these are things that maybe look like a stick, but they're actually they they, they deliver they, they they deliver dividend um, from day one because when people see that happening, they see that again it goes back to the qualities we discussed there. But they see that th- this founder is serious about. Uh, delivering not just for himself or herself, but delivering for other people as well, and that's so important in the investment community that 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 uh, that founders can demonstrate that they're willing to deliver uh, for that broader base of people. So, um, get, getting that messaging across, you know, it can be subliminal sometimes uh, by by virtue of the obligations we have in our legal agreements, but also just working with them steadily as well, uh, and and you know, turning up at board meetings. Uh, it's something we're we're we're, we're quite devout in doing, and um, it, it it brings a it's a cost. It's it's a, it's, a, it's a drain on resources sometimes. Uh, it feels like that anyway. Uh, but by and large, in the majority of the time, uh, we 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 get value out of it as well in terms of learning more about our about our our, our portfolio, uh, learning about the individuals, l- learning about how we might even be able to support them on 
networking, uh, helping them introduce to other founders. Uh, but you know, you're, you, you know, you, you, you can't help somebody if you don't talk to them. Um, and, yeah. and being there, uh, being like appearing accessible. Uh, like we, we obviously have to, you know, build business relationships. We can't be on the end of a phone twenty four hours a day. That wouldn't be healthy either. So it wouldn't be. So it's 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 getting them. It's then it's about structuring their approach. I, I want to talk to Pete. Uh, I get his advice about X, Y, and Z. Uh, but I, I can't just do it like. 24-7. I've got to pick my slot with yeah. I've got to pull them in. I've got to get them. I've got to get out of them what I think I can get out of them. Um, it's like working with any non-exec director. You know, you're only going to get out of them what you pull out of them. Yeah. And what you agree together as to what value we can deliver uh, for each other as such. Uh, it's a long-term relationship. Uh, and, and like any relationship, you've got to work on it. It's a two-way street. Uh, you do, you yeah. do, and it, it's they need to ask you for help. They do, they yeah. absolutely do. And you know what I say to founders is, listen, you know, post program, let's have a monthly catch up. Mm-hmm. But I don't want that to be just you updating me on what's going on because you could send that to me by email. Yeah. yeah, I want that to be, hey, here is the biggest problem that we have this week, mm-hmm. or the biggest problem we have this month. Mm-hmm. Pete, can you spend a half hour helping me to yeah. crack this nut? Yeah, you know, and it, it, that it's, is. It's, it's avoiding the. It's so true. It's it's avoiding the excuses culture. Uh, I, I call it that anyway. Where where we have we we've had our experiences in the past where you know I didn't hit I didn't hit my targets. I didn't hit this. I didn't hit that. Uh, but it's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. Mm. Um, and, and look, we're all human. I mean, that's just you know, it's 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 a natural instinct to 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 respond like that. Uh, but maybe it goes back to your honesty thing again. Uh, it's just being able to. Uh, figure out, you know what, we didn't hit our targets, but have you any ideas that you might be able to help me with? So it's not about just, I need to come up with all the ideas. If I talk to, you know, Elliot or Pete, my, my non-execs, um, maybe they have some ideas. Maybe I should listen to them. Maybe 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 they don't have any, any ideas this month, but maybe next month they will uh, when they have time to think about it and figure it out, help me figure it out. Or 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 just by talking to some people sometimes, you actually figure it out yourself. So, uh, yeah. It's- yeah, yeah. I, I, like to, I like to get into the five whys sometimes, you know, and, and that framework helps. But even it's just kind of the simple stuff. Like a founder said to me once a few years ago, they're P2B SaaS product an Irish founder and like listen we do a great job identifying potential leads and we have a great outreach mechanism to get in touch with them and we have a wonderful demo that we do for them and guide them through how the how the platform works but we then it just falls over when we ask them to kind of sign the contract after they said they would sign the contract and I said well how do you actually get them how do you get a contract in front of them well, we email them this PDF. And I said, okay, what do they have to do with that PDF? Well, they have to print it out. They have to sign it and they have to write in their credit card information. I'm like, you don't use like forms or anything like that or auto signature. Like, no, no, no. It, you know, it, I'm like, and generally what happens? It's like, well, we just lose so many customers, potential customers at that point. I'm like, well, there you go. Yeah. You're not making it easy for someone yeah. with significant no. interest to use your product to actually start paying you and start using it. Yeah. So automate that, please, right? Yeah. And that was why they weren't hitting their targets, you know? Yeah, fascinating. It's a great example, really good example. Uh, it's it, funny, actually, we, we had a similar uh, a, a similar experience ourselves here, actually, because all our investors are retail, so making the application process easy for them is, it, it is, it has helped us. I'd say it's, 
I'd say it's raised our fundraising capability 15%. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's just having it online, having it, having it, um, uh, you know, get, getting that the, the the nasty part of of the thing, getting it smoother. Uh, AML is a big thing for us, uh, but getting that electronic again, thanks to technology out there, we didn't have to develop ourselves. We could just buy it in. But that's um, yeah, it's 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 funny how making that customer journey is is easier is is such a critical thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I know that you know when it comes to the size and number of founders that that you're working with that you're investing in that you you keep that number relatively contained. I mean, me, I had you know four companies pre stars with uh, investments or stake that I have in those companies, and then I added another nine in 2022 and another 12 now. Mm. And everyone's at a little bit of a different stages, so need different levels of attention at different points of time. Mm. Um, but you're working with a smaller number than that. And how does that then lend itself to you guys being able to be effective, really, as a, a value add investor? Yeah, it's 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 a good it's it's a good one. Um, we we we. Unfortunately, we kind of share. A, 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 you're, you're right in a way, in, in that we don't have quite as as big a cohort um, that would be coming out of an accelerator, but we still have a good number too. Um, I, I guess one of the things that we we decided uh, a number of years ago, maybe five, six, seven years ago, was that to broaden out the responsibility within the team uh, here. So, so we, you know, it's not just myself represents uh, BVP on the board of some of these companies that are, are my colleagues do as well. Uh, and even, even from the time uh, 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 we have a, a, a new recruit, um, they're maybe shadowing uh, uh, our, our representatives as well. So that, that helps broaden, broaden the shoulders as such. Um, we have tried to, um, with, with varying degrees of success, uh, go electronic with some of our reporting as well. So, so just to get some of the, the kind of the routine and the more mundane kind of reporting um, uh, more automated uh, so that then the conversations we're having with folk are more about analyzing where we are yeah. uh, as opposed to, you know, chasing them. Well, you said you didn't send me the management accounts uh, that you said you were going to send right. uh, last quarter and the previous quarter and the one before that as well. Oh yeah. So, so, so if we can try and make that journey uh, a bit easier, then. Um, uh, but look, it, it's it's a day to day challenge. Uh, it is a day to day challenge, and there's no doubt about it. Uh, we'd love to do more for for our portfolio uh, if we had more time, but uh, at the same time. Uh, you know, we, we, try, we try to focus, and thankfully as well, um, Pete, obviously some of our portfolio, uh, you know, have good, during the good times and when they're busy and they're, they're, they're on, on, on target or on, on the plan, uh, then they just keep going and our, our involvement is, is quite minimal uh, other than turning up at board meetings and preparing for board meetings and turning up with them. Uh, and then, then thankfully a smaller number uh are in between that sort of stage of, uh, you know, they're, they're maybe, well, I wouldn't say struggling sometimes, they are, uh, but sometimes they just need more of that TLC, we call it, and, and support. So uh, it's really about trying to focus on, it's that sort of a triage, you might call it, as to who needs who needs help the most. Yeah. Uh, one time. yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd say pre-investment as well, that's what I'm, uh, you know, always curious about is yes. that, you know, in, in terms of how founders get my attention, I, I, you know, um, probably giving it away here, but if they work in something about the Boston Red Sox into their story of their approach <laughs> to me or, or something about podcasting 
you know, yeah, th- yeah. that that they'll get my attention and 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 I'll listen. But how is it that founders get your attention, Elliot? Yeah, it's it, yeah. I mean, you know, persistence is 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 always a a, a, a charming a charming feature, isn't it? Yeah, people, it is. If if if, uh, if somebody, you're right about you know trying to find a personal way to get to somebody uh, like like your 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 story um but you know we, usually it's it's referrals and sometimes work but people who know us or people who know some of our our own our our, our founders or investing companies uh, it's a good way to get in um obviously something if, 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 if a sector resonates with you we, we, we we've invested in uh, you know in the clean tech area if something comes in the door that seems to be in a similar sector or in digital health or fintech or you know if, if it's if it resonates with an existing portfolio company we're, we're going to be keen to see more about it uh but like your story yeah is, yeah I, absolutely i mean I, I i always need a warm intro um but yeah. i will look at cold every now yeah. and again and to. if there's something that that just triggers and i'm getting pinged on linkedin all the time and on LinkedIn Messenger with a proposition, and I just keep track of those messages. So when I open up the door to start recruiting again for the next program, they're all there. And I have a folder in my email called Next Cohort or Next Class. Yeah, yeah. And that yeah, I just right. drop yeah. them in there. And sometimes yeah. I don't even respond yeah. to people. And so just everyone out there, if you don't hear back from me, but you're pitching something relevant to Web3 to me, I will come back to you. Yeah. Eventually, I will come back to you. Absolutely. Tell me, tell me, P, about, about Money Never Sleeps. I, I, I like, I, I I have to say, you know, I'm in awe of people who are good at this sort of public face and and, and what you do and 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 uh, like, why did you do it? And 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 you know, what do you get out of it? I mean, yeah. Like, I'm not about to talk about money now. I'm just talking about about just personally what yeah what, drive, what drives you in in this area. Well, I mean, it started in 2018 uh, when I was doing some work for a consultancy in London called 11FS and someone for their podcast was unavailable that day. And they said, Pete, I like the sound of your voice. Do you want to come in and just jump in and do the podcast with us? Mm. And I'm like, okay, what do I need to do? They're like, well, let's do a voice test on you first. And they did the voice test. They called it a voice test. And they said, you know, they looked at a screen and said, no, no, your voice is good. This will actually work. They completely made that up. They just wanted to give me, you know, remove my nervousness from getting onto a podcast, right? And yeah. then Owen Fitzgerald, who is formerly of Enterprise Ireland and is now with Central Bank of Ireland, he had heard me on a few of their podcasts and he had an idea to do a podcast called Money Never Sleeps. And he said, Pete, do you want to help me do this? And that was back in May of 2018. The pro- podcasting oh, yeah. I'd done before that was earlier in 2018. And that kicked off what is now approaching 230 episodes. So it's a podcast that looks inside the mind of entrepreneurs and at the crossover of startups, enterprise, finance, technology, and life as we know it. And half of the shows are interviews. And I just finished doing a 12-episode segment with all the founders from my last Techstars class. And all obviously Web3 focused. The other half of the episodes are kind of news stories, which is where Owen was picking two stories. I'd pick two stories. And just because we've got a great relationship, the banter um, is there. Um, And what I've gotten out of it is network, right? You're talking to people that ordinarily you may not have the opportunity to talk to because they appreciate and like the fact that they're getting some type of media publicity out of the fact that the podcast is globally distributed Mm -hmm. and, you know, on a bunch of different podcast platforms. 
And they also, you build a relationship with them at the same time because they're putting their trust into you mm. and they're sitting in the palm of your hands and letting them be molded and shaped by your editor's pen mm. over the course of, hey, we'll record for 60 minutes, but we'll chop it down to 40 minutes with only mm. the best bits, mm. right? Mm. So that's good. It's very inspiring, I have to say. It's, it's, uh, it's, again, these are things that perhaps, uh, you know, are, weren't available a number of years ago, but they, uh, I, I think they are, 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 are inspiring for everybody listening. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and if, yeah. if you think you've got a view on the world and you want to help mm. to shape things a bit, it's a platform, right? Yeah. You, get to, you get to share your views on things and, you know, but you always have to be careful and considerate as well because, you know, you never want to uh, paint someone in a bad light. There's a couple of fintechs that I haven't been enamored with um, <laughs> that I, I, I haven't told the full story about. Uh, that uh, from the old days, but and and you know who shall remain. Actually, people know who they are if they listen to the podcast. And I'm not, not going to expand any further. Uh, but uh, you know, where it's 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 enjoyable. It also feeds my OCD because I do the editing, the the editorial edit, as we call it. We've got a great producer, uh, Conan Brophy, who does the technical edit and and melds it all together with the theme music and everything. But it's um it's a labor of love, absolutely, and just. I think I shared this with you guys before that for every one hour of recording that you do, it's another five to six to eight hours of work on the distribution and, and oh, well, post-production I, front. My, my heart goes out to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I think it's like a lot of things in life. It's a patchwork quilt. Um, you, you're, you're, you're going to get the good with the bad, and, uh, but, but uh, you, can, you can make it all work together as so you can. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, it's... it's uh, it's what life's experiences are about. So yeah, it's great. been really good to talk to you anyway. Absolutely. No, it's been yeah. a delightful conversation. Any, any closing thoughts from you, burning ideas that you'd like to share with the world? Uh, I, I mean, really, I suppose, you know, I, I suppose it, it, what, what really interests me about investing is, is that we, we make mistakes. Uh, we pick the wrong companies sometimes. Um, you know, you know, sometimes we even get off the wrong, the wrong note with sometimes with founders. But, but I think it's always important to maintain your enthusiasm for, 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 the, for investing, for, for, that, for that, the wonder of, of, of innovation. And, and I think, you know, that something is, is, we have to remind ourselves to do that, to give ourselves a kick sometimes and say, you know, it's still, this is, this is why I'm here. This is what I'm doing. Uh, I really enjoy uh, in, in investing. Uh, despite some of the the downs, uh, but you know the ups are are great. They, they, they well balance out. They well compensate for uh, you know for for, for, for that you know I call it experience um, and and uh, yeah. So yeah, we're 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 looking forward to the next number of years and continuing our absolutely. Our, our hopefully our growth, but just continuing our experience anyway and, and continue working with, with founders. Awesome. Well, listen, Elliot, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure. And I really Likewise. appreciate the opportunity to be on the Irish VC with you, there you uh, go. now that yeah. I am an Irish citizen and, and a VC. So this Excellent. has been great. Excellent. And we'll be looking out for Money Never Sleeps as well, every day. Wonderful. <laughs> thanks, right. Elliot. Take care. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks.